everyone, Dr. Stillman here. And today we are talking about whether or not you are getting enough amino acids. Before I get into this, I want to let everyone know that we have got a special offer currently on the Fundamentals of Wellness, which is our uh, course where Jim and I talk you through, walk you through the Fundamentals of Wellness. We will explain all the things that you have been confused and misled about with regards to your health and well-being, and we will help coach you into the right habits, diet, and lifestyle for your goals, which is a very important conversation for you to have with us. It's currently half off for the first month uh, and also a reduced price from our annual price uh, in general. So you can check that out and learn more about that in my link tree, which should be in a description of this video. Jim will post this in the comments and description later if it's not. Um, I also want to let everyone know that I had a blood pressure webinar this Saturday um, where we touched on some of the issues I'm going to touch on today. So what are amino acids? Amino acids are the building blocks of proteins and peptides. Why is that important? When you look at what proteins and peptides do in the body, I look at them as being like the body's tools. So your genes are a lot like blueprints for these tools. And then once the body decides it needs a tool, it sends the signal to the genome to make that tool. And what comes out, generally speaking, is a protein or a peptide. There are exceptions to this, but I'm not going to go into those today because for the most part, that's really how proteins and peptides work. So once your body's produced the protein, peptide, et cetera, it does its job, fulfills its function, and helps you survive and adapt to your environment. What are some of the critical roles of these proteins uh, and amino acid uh, derivatives? So one of the reasons why these are so powerful is that not only are we producing enzymes and peptides from these amino acids, we are also uh, producing things like hormones and neurotransmitters. So tyrosine is probably the number one amino acid that I look at when I get a plasma amino acid level because it gets turned into so many different things that we see being deranged and really exhausted in our modern world. So tyrosine is a precursor to, um, it's a precursor to thyroid hormone. It's a precursor to dopamine, norepinephrine and epinephrine. These are what I call your get up and go neurotransmitters. They give you energy. They help you focus. They're responsible for a lot of your memory and cognitive function. Uh, and then on top of that, we have, um, uh, amino acids like cysteine and glycine being turned into things like glutathione or we have glycine, proline, and other amino acids being turned into collagen. Now, when you look and study the anti-aging literature, you're going to find that deficits in specific amino acids are linked to big changes in cellular structure, structure, function, and longevity and health span, really. So I start with tyrosine because it's often depleted. Why? Because these get-up-and-go neurotransmitters are in constant demand from our frenetic, hectic, crazy, topsy-turvy clown world that we're currently living in, uh, where the people in charge are totally unhinged. Uh, the next ones would be things like cysteine, methionine, which are critical precursors to glutathione. Glutathione is what detoxifies your cells. And then beyond that, I will generally look at things like branched chain amino acids and collagen precursors. These are the things that I see most commonly being low. And uh, spoiler alert, I recommend eating animal protein because animal protein is where you get the majority of these things in an abundance. If you look at the amino acid um, profiles of different protein sources, 
you're going to see a wide range of different protein sources or, or compositions. The plant proteins are very different from the animal proteins. And one of the problems I have with plant-based and vegan diets is that they will often cause people to run low on some of their most critical amino acids and proteins. They will also generally speaking, cause people to run low on their protein intake in general. And this creates a whole host of problems. Yes, you can use a plant-based approach or plant foods in order to get certain therapeutic results, but no, I don't think that's a substitute for, and I don't think you can really get away with long-term not eating a certain amount of animal food unless you're doing something really unusual. You're a Shaolin monk who lives in a cave. You're a Buddhist, you know, monk who lives in a top of a mountain, whatever. You're a yogi who lives at the 12th latitude and, you know, does uh, asanas all day, whatever it is. And that's not most of you. Most of you are living a high pressure, high stress life. You're competing with other people. You're competing with yourself. Many people today, if not most people have some kind of mental issue, whether it's lack of concentration, lack of motivation, um, depression, anxiety, OCD, whatever. And a lot of the things that help these people are interventions that help to modulate or support neurotransmitter levels. And I'm not talking about drugs. I'm talking about supplements and nutrition. And obviously the most important thing to start with is the building block of the neurotransmitter in general. One other amino acid that I will mention is arginine which is very important. It's the precursor to nitric oxide. Nitric oxide does a ton of different things in your body to support your health and longevity. And many, many people don't realize that their arginine levels are low in their serum and that this is driving levels. Uh, well, it can be, it can drive a lot of different things and it can be associated with, uh, specifically things like high blood pressure, uh, problems in the bedroom without being too specific or graphic. And, problems with uh, uh, anxiety, problems with fatigue, problems with autoimmune diseases because it's immune immunomodulator. So nitric oxide is really important and that makes arginine really important. So that's why you need a variety of different protein sources. Uh, because if you eat too little protein, particularly from a restricted palate of different sources, you're almost invariably going to wind up with a low protein state. And this can create a lot of havoc and mayhem lack of detoxification, low energy, um, difficulty with your mental state, et cetera. Not to mention hormonal imbalances. Like how many women have hypothyroidism because they don't eat enough protein? It wouldn't surprise me if it's a double digit proportion of them. Because when Jim and I coach people into how to eat enough protein for their actual metabolic needs, what we see is they say, I have more energy. I'm sleeping better. My mood is better and more stable. I don't feel like I have so many ups and downs. I feel more resilient. And if you look at the vast majority of the complaints that people who have hypothyroidism have, they're related to those big things, right? You'll even see people just start to drop weight by eating more protein. We talked to somebody yesterday. Who was that that we talked to yesterday? I talked to someone on a call yesterday. That's right. There's somebody on a call yesterday in my premium Substack Q&A, which is every Monday for premium or paid subscribers to my Substack at stillmanmd.substack.com. If you're not subscribed, make sure that you are. That's Dr. Stillman Uncensored. It's my best content that only I write personally. Uh, she said that she had started eating more protein and more calories, and yet she had dropped uh, not only weight, but dress sizes. Even if your weight goes up, we'll have people drop dress sizes um, or drop you know loops off their belt or, or holes off their belt if they're a man, um, just because the protein has a thermogenic effect. So 
getting enough protein is synonymous with getting enough amino acids. Um, what is the optimal protein load for you? I have generally found that most people tend to eat, tend, not do, always, uh, between 0.3 and 0.5 grams of protein per pound of body weight. You really need to, in my opinion, double that in most cases. There are rare cases where someone has a disease where we tell them to restrict protein. Chronic kidney disease is the number one. Gout is number two or number one, depending on how you look at it. People who wind up with chronic kidney disease and gout have generally been living wrong for a long period of time. Not enough green leafy vegetables, not enough um, whole foods, too much processed food, too much light at night, uh, too much stress, and definitely not enough water. I have not yet seen or I have yet to see someone in a coaching program with me or the medical practice increase their protein load and not um, get better, let alone have something get worse, like a gout flare or kidney problems. So this whole thing about, well, protein can be dangerous and you got to restrict it and you do this, don't, you don't need it and the blah, 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 blah. This is nonsense. You will feel by and large much, much better if you eat more protein. I found that over and over and over again. And so that's one of the reasons why I lead with it. And it's because of all this laundry list of different things that we see in people who don't get enough protein. One of the things I mentioned at the beginning that I want to explain is that some of these things, it's hard to measure. Like, for example, I had never heard of uh, GHKC or GHK copper peptide before I started to look into peptides and before I started to use these LifeWave patches, which boost GHKCU levels in the body. Why is this such a big deal? If you go look up GHKCU, you're going to find that it's linked to all kinds of anti-aging and longevity properties. And we're using it now therapeutically in order to help people uh, overcome a variety of health problems. If you want to learn more about that, I recommend you go to my link tree, click the link on LifeWave, and you'll find out more about what these patches are, how they work, the kind of results I see, and who I recommend them for. I've also got a team of people who are working with me to help people understand these patches and use these patches. You can also join my team if you go to one of those posts. You can also, uh, I've got two or three videos or maybe more now on LifeWave patches on YouTube. I strongly recommend you go review those and understand the power of peptides. And the reason I'm talking about this is that we didn't know anything about peptides 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago. People who are using peptides now are still on the cutting edge. And the reason this is so important is that you've got to keep track not only of where medical science is, but where it's going. And the more we find out about these peptides, the more we realize that peptides have a wide range of very, very powerful physiological functions. And if the body doesn't have enough amino acids, it's not going to make enough peptides. So if the vast majority of people are not eating enough protein, and then they're doing things like injecting peptides or using LifeWave patches to upregulate peptides, we could expect them to not get optimal results. And this is another reason why people who increase their protein intake to optimal levels, which in, as far as I'm concerned, I want someone eating about a gram per pound of their goal body weight. Now, there's some exceptions to that. And for the record, Jim and I coach people through this in the coaching programs, which is why I cannot recommend them to you enough. Many of you are stuck in the mindset of, 
I need to just watch more YouTube videos and podcasts and whatever, and I'll figure it out on my own. I think that's a little bit like respectfully thinking I'm going to redo my whole kitchen. I just need to watch enough YouTube videos. Yes, you could get there, but it can take years for someone to become good at putting in cabinets or rewiring stuff in kitchens and replumbing them and whatever. So do you really want to do that? Or for a very reasonable, in fact, I would say ridiculously low price, would you rather not get into a coaching program with us and actually learn and get our, our input on what your goal should be, how to get there and what you need to do in order to achieve that. Right. So anyway, Amy asks, uh, I guess, hang on, before I get into that, just to be really clear, whenever we don't eat enough protein, we're not going to have enough enzymes. We're not going to have enough peptides. We're not going to have enough neurotransmitters. We're not going to have enough hormones. The other thing that, um, particularly whole protein sources, animal meats, fish, shellfish, um, dairy products, arguably when we don't eat these whole foods, the other thing we're missing out on is micronutrients. When you look at the micronutrient density of these foods, it's incredibly high. What micronutrients am I talking about? I'm talking about minerals. I'm talking about, um, B vitamins. There are other critical, uh, nutritional elements like omega sixes and omega threes. You'll see big imbalances in those in people who don't eat an appropriate diet, regardless of what the nutrient loads are and the balances are when you cut out proteins, really strong whole food protein sources, you miss a host of nutrients. And those nutrients are essential for the use of those proteins in the body to accomplish the work of life. And that is why getting enough protein is critical. I will also sometimes recommend protein based on height. That's something that only I, as far as I know, I'm doing. I like to see people getting two grams per inch of height. So a six foot man is 72 inches. That's about 144 grams of protein per day. Okay. So Amy asks, I've been reading about balance between lysine and arginine. Can you tell me what amino acids you may be lacking based on symptoms? So Amy, the answer is no. We cannot give blanket statements about what amino acids someone is low in based on their symptoms because the amino acids are tied into all these other nutrients and symptoms can be arise from so many different processes. So it, it's just for better or for worse. It's more complicated than that. And on that note, I think that's enough for today. Most of you are not getting enough protein. If you would like to learn more about how to get enough protein, sign up for one of our coaching programs. I also encourage you to learn more about these LifeWave patches, which are changing lives. View my content, webinars, et cetera, on that. Take care, everyone. Have a great day. Don't forget to get outside.